0: Hello and welcome to another Bible in the News. Another Gentile year has gone by and 2017 has certainly not been uneventful or insignificant in regards to the locations, peoples and powers mentioned in latter-day Bible prophecy. In this, our last Bible in the News of the year, we take a look back at some of the key themes and events which connect with Bible prophecy and which are heralding the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ from heaven. This is Matt Davies joining you. Before beginning, it might be worth outlining our understanding of God's purpose with the earth. Two thousand years ago, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died and rose again from the dead. His followers watched as he ascended up into heaven, and at this time two angels appeared and stated in Acts 1 verse 11, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Bible believers, therefore, are expecting the return of Jesus to the earth from heaven. This, the Bible tells us, will happen and Jesus will return to sit on the throne of his father David in jerusalem luke one thirty two we read that when he does return, he will conduct a resurrection of those who are responsible and accountable, and a judgment will be conducted romans fourteen ten one thessalonians four sixteen one corinthians fifteen fifty two The divinely stated basis for acceptance at this judgment will be based on a firm belief in the gospel. And then the demonstration of this belief in baptism and a life of humble service Romans one sixteen, Ephesians 1.13, James two twenty to twenty six, Revelation twenty two twelve, Mark sixteen sixteen. Those who are acceptable will, we read, be given eternal life, Philippians three twenty one, two Peter one four. And will live and reign with Christ. For a thousand years in his kingdom, when the earth will be filled with peace and righteousness, Revelation twenty sixteen, Psalm seventy Revelation five ten. After this period there will be uh, the kingdom will be given up to the glory of God, as we read of in one Corinthians fifteen, twenty eight. Now, having a part in this coming kingdom is the very essence of the truth of the hope contained in the Bible and which Jesus and the apostles preached. For example, in Matthew four twenty-three, Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. In Acts 8 verse 12 and Acts 28 verse 31, we read that the kingdom was one of the two pillars upon which the gospel was preached by the apostles. They preached the kingdom of God and the things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ. So the kingdom then is a very key part of the gospel. And this true gospel is predicated on the promises to the fathers of Israel, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and of course is Jewish, therefore, in its constitution. In Acts 28 verse 20, Paul calls it the hope of Israel. Isaiah 2 verse 2 to 3 and Micah 4 verse 8 are all prophecies concerning the future kingdom, which is Jewish. The gospel message also shows how that men... And women can have their sins forgiven and become acceptable to God through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. for example Colossians 1:14, Ephesians 1 verse 7, Galatians 3 verse 27 to29 and this is all according to the grace of God. Now this coming kingdom of God then is going to come upon the earth. it will be a new era in the history of mankind. But what of this current era? Is the Bible silent on what we can expect in our days? Absolutely not. The Bible gives us a clear vision of what the world will look like just before the Lord Jesus Christ returns and this time period is called in the prophets the latter days. Prophecies such as Ezekiel 38, Daniel 11, Joel 3 and Zechariah 14 and Revelation chapter 16 verses 12 to 16 all harmonize to tell us of the uniting of the nations to battle against Israel in this period. The ancient names are given for the territories of Russia, Iran, Northern Africa and Europe as being the nations which unite together in a war against Israel, Ezekiel 38 verses 1 through 9. We read of how a few nations are not part of this grouping, those associated, we believe, with Britain or Tarshish and the Gulf states of Sheba and Dedan, as their ancient names are recounted in Ezekiel 38 verse 13. The prophecies tell us that it is at this time when the Lord Jesus Christ appears on the world stage with his immortalised followers resurrected from all eras of time, For example, Zechariah 14, and that they save Israel and establish God's kingdom. These prophecies are neither vague nor are they based on fantasy. We have already seen the restoration of Israel to their land in 1948 and then um, in 1967, the Jews took back control of Jerusalem. These key events are required by the prophecies, and this year was significant in terms of these anniversaries. It has been 100 years since the famous Balfour Declaration, which officially began the process of the establishment of a Jewish homeland in Palestine, and it has also been 50 years since the Jews captured Jerusalem in the 1967 war. So let's consider what has occurred in the last 12 months in relation to these groupings of nations and the locations which the prophets direct our attention towards. January. We suppose that the man who had most impact on global politics this year has been Donald Trump, the President of the United States of America. On January 20th, 2017, Trump was sworn into office after winning the election against all odds. This businessman is not a trained career politician and has certainly not gone about his duties in a polished way. However, we know from the scriptures that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will and setteth up over it the basis of men. Daniel 4.17. And so as Bible students, we know that God will have a purpose with Trump. Of interest is the supportive stance he and members of his cabinet have taken towards Israel. In fact, it was with great surprise that at his inauguration as president, many Jewish settlers were invited to attend. Also of interest in his early months of office was the first official visit of a leader from a foreign country. In the case of Trump, it was British Prime Minister Theresa May. During their visit, there was much discussion over the potential for a favourable trade deal to be done between the two countries. In Ezekiel 38, we read that Tarshish, who we believe is an ancient name for the power of Britain, has associated with what the scriptures call young lions. In nature, young lions grow up from being whelps to be independent from their mother lions. You can see this being described in Ezekiel chapter 19, verses 5 to 6. Therefore, those nations who come out of, but are now independent from, the British Tarshish power would answer to these prophecies. America, of course, was once a group of colonies of Britain before the War of Independence in the 1780s. After this war, it became independent of its mother lion, and became a young power in its own right. Therefore, it is interesting that we are witnessing the potential for great economic trade ties between Britain and America. And Trump certainly has been busy in his first year, as we shall see in our in our review of events later in 2017. February. In February, Paul Billington the editor of the Bible magazine and regular contributor to The Bible in the News, reported on his attendance of a conference in Israel entitled Realising the Zionist Vision. With Trump's rise to power and his promises to help Israel find peace, the Israeli press was full of expectation of how this could occur. The Jerusalem Post newspaper on February 8th ran an article entitled Will 2017 be the year we annex the West Bank? Many commentaries were written on the failure of the idea of a two-state solution and what Trump might do. As events panned out in the year, these things were not without significance. Also in February, there was international outrage at North Korea, who tested a ballistic missile across the Sea of Japan and obviously things escalated throughout that 2017. Although not directly mentioned in Bible prophecy, this reminded us of the need for the return of Christ. To solve such tensions, March. In March, the United Kingdom triggered Article 50, starting the Brexit process. This event has been long expected in the Bible, in the news, and in the Christadelphian community. In Ezekiel 38, the British Tarshish power is not part of the invading forces of Russia and Europe, and therefore its ties to the EU had to be severed. God has mapped out another set of trade partners, it would seem, that of the Young Lions and also the states of the Gulf, the Sheba and Dedan of Ezekiel 38, verse 16. April. In April, the EU celebrated 60 years at an EU summit in Rome. The British Prime Minister was not present. One man who was present was Pope Francis, which reminds us of the power of the papacy and its influence, particularly on Europe. In the prophecies in Revelation, particularly in Revelation chapter 17, we read of a symbolic political beast which sits on the territory of the Western Roman Empire. This beast answers to the United Territories and powers of Europe, each nation giving up its sovereignty to give this beast life, as we read in the prophecy in verse 13, which states that the kings of the earth have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. We are told that these kings make war with Christ, symbolised as a lamb, in the next verse which states, These shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. The beast, we are told, has riding on it a symbolic woman whose name is Babylon the Great, in verse 5. Women in Bible symbology represent a grouping of people. For example, the true followers of Jesus are described as a bride in Revelation 21 verse 9 which, as a faithful virgin, are united to Christ when he returns, 2 Corinthians 11 verse 2. In the prophecy of Revelation 17, though, at the time of the end, the woman riding the beast is not faithful. We read in the prophecy that she has compromised the truth and is called Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, in verse 5. In verse 2 we read that the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. This woman then has left the truth and is flirting and fornicating with the leaders of this world. She is seen to be riding this political beast system, helping to steer it in the direction that she would have it go, all the while compromising on the truth she proclaims to uphold. The EU summit in Rome reminds us of this. The Catholic Church and its papacy is indeed sat on the European beast, steering it in the direction that it requires. May. In May, the White House openly celebrated Israel Independence Day for the first time in history. US Vice President Mike Pence gave a memorable speech where he quoted the Bible. Later that month... President Trump visited Israel, stopping to pray at the Western Wall. His visit was timely as it occurred a day before Jerusalem Day, the day in which the 50th anniversary of the reunification of the city was celebrated. During this time, we were reminded of the amazing victory that Israel had had 50 years ago in 1967. Against all the odds and only in six days, Not only did the Jews successfully defend themselves against the Arab aggressors, but they also captured territory. Significantly, they gained control of Jerusalem, allowing us to see a connection with the words of Jesus when he stated 2,000 years ago that the Jews of his day, living in Jerusalem, would fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled, Luke 21:24. This destruction of Jerusalem occurred in AD 70 by the Romans, and for nearly 2,000 years, Jerusalem was indeed trodden down of the Gentiles. However, the words of Jesus were emphatic. This was not to be a permanent state of affairs. He says the treading down would continue until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. With the Jews having control over Jerusalem once again in 1967, we have confidence we are indeed living at the end of the Gentile era. June In June, the United Kingdom held a general election. The result shocked many across the UK and the world because Prime Minister Theresa May's party, the Conservatives, lost the majority in the British Parliament two weeks before Britain was due to start negotiating Brexit. Interestingly, this led to a coalition being formed with a small Northern Irish party called the DUP. The DUP are a committed Christian group who are anti-Catholic and anti-EU. We noted in the Bible in the News how amazing the work of the angels is, ensuring that the kingmakers of Britain are Protestant Christians who will hold the government to account in its dealings with the EU. A further wedge, it would seem, between the Tarshish power and the powers of Europe, Magog and Goma, mentioned in Ezekiel 38. July through to September. In the summer, we saw a horrible terrorist attack on the Temple Mount, which caused it to be closed down. And this prompted mass protests by the Arab population and reminded us that we should indeed pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Also in this period, we saw the power of God revealed in terrible hurricanes and natural disasters, making us realise the weakness of man. October. In October, we noted that Syria and Iran had pledges to join together to counter Zionist American schemes – We noted that Russia was a keen supporter of Syria and that the alliance of the north, which we would expect from the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 and Daniel 11, was gathering momentum. Also in this month, we noted the gathering unification of the southern Gulf states as they share concerns over the power of Iran. As Iran's influence grows, these Gulf states are viewing Israel more and more as an ally rather than a foe. This division of North and South is exactly what we would expect in relation to the territories mentioned in the prophecies. November. In November, we saw significant developments in the Syrian civil war with key cities declaring liberation from ISIS. It would appear that the Islamic State is now on its last legs and is all but beaten. One recent report has stated that since Trump took office... it it has lost 98% of its territory due to the American push this year against this group. This conflict has indeed pulled in all the major powers to the Middle East, significantly the military might of Russia to help Syria. Also in this month of November, Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli Prime Minister, travelled to Britain to meet Theresa May. The purpose of this visit was to attend a dinner which celebrated the Balfour Declaration of 1917, a statement that offered Britain support for the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. It was the first international recognition of the need for a homeland for the Jews and went on to form the basis of Britain's mandate for Palestine in the 1920s. This then led, ultimately, to the declaration of independence by Israel in 1948, a huge sign of the times that we are living in the latter days. For we read in Hosea, for the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king and without a prince and without a sacrifice and without an image and without an ephod and without teraphim. Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord Yahweh their God and David their king, and shall fear Yahweh the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. Indeed, for many days, Israel did exist without any royal rulership or religious organisation, and this is still somewhat the case today. However, they have returned and will once again turn to God in the latter days. Their return heralds the destiny mapped out for them by God's prophets. December. To end the year, it cannot be without significance that the nations of the world have had their attention drawn to Jerusalem. That man, President Trump, has again been at the heart of things, declaring American recognition of Jerusalem being the capital of the Jewish state on December the 6th. He ordered the relocation of the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. The United Nations held an emergency session of the General Assembly and on the 21st of December demanded that all countries comply with Security Council resolutions regarding the status of Jerusalem. So as we draw our review to a close, we leave the political scene in a state of tension and confusion. How will the situation with Jerusalem develop? The prophets speak in Ezekiel 38 of a temporary peace in Jerusalem before the northern invaders' attack. How will this come about, we wonder? Whatever happens, we know we are living in the latter days, and the time period just before Jesus Christ returns to the earth. The nations are slowly but surely being positioned just as the prophets of old, who were moved by God's power, predicted. Jerusalem is indeed the focal point of the world's problems, we see the scene is set for the words of the prophet Zechariah to unfold. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. In that day shall the Lord Yahweh defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David, And the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord Yahweh before them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn, Zechariah 12, verse 3 and 8 to 10. And so we close the year here, waiting for Israel's king to return to sit on the throne of his father David in Jerusalem for the time when, quote, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of Yahweh, end quote, Numbers 14, 21 and for the fulfilment of the prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ taught his followers to pray to God when he stated, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, Matthew 6 verse 10. Indeed, how we long for the time when the prophetic psalm of 122, a prophecy of the kingdom age, will indeed be sung in the earth. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord Yahweh. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Hither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord Yahweh, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord Yahweh. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces for my brethren and companions sake. I will now say peace be within thee because of the house of the Lord Yahweh our God will I seek thy good. This has been Matt Davies with you for another Bible in the News. Join us again next year, God willing, as we watch events unfold which herald the coming Kingdom of God.